0: On today's show, we have some breaking news from OpenAI, multimodal, ChatGPT is here. What does that actually mean? That means you can take pictures of things out in the real world and then interact with that and get information with AI. That is going to change the way we live and work and stick around because we also have some big news from Spotify. I'm your host, Kip Bodner, Chief Marketing Officer at HubSpot. This is Marketing Against the Grain, your show for marketing-minded people everywhere. Let's get into today's episode. Before we get back to today's show, here's a quick word from HubSpot. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like, try to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Could it be Don or John or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs and a full 360 view of every customer. So your go-to-market team can keep up on the pulse of accounts before trying to upsell or cross sell. Also you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means, better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit hubspot.com slash service to do more for your customers today. All right, what is up my marketing minded people? Thanks for tuning into the show today. We have breaking news. I got to get right into it because there's no time for dilly-dallying. I can tell you right now, Kieran is on vacay, so you are flying solo with me today, one host of the show. But that's okay because we have an endless amount of content to talk about today because OpenAI just did probably its biggest release since ChatGPT was launched last November. It released a new version of GPT-4 which is is one of its large language models, that is multimodal. And so you'll see here TechCrunch bringing us the kind of bits and bytes that if you're a current ChatGPT Plus user, you have access to this, but with a usage cap. I have checked yesterday and today, nonstop, I do not yet have access in my ChatGPT Plus. I imagine it's a small and slow rollout at the rolling out. If you are a developer and you're hitting up the APIs, you can sign up for a wait list to do that. And pricing, I think, is pretty interesting. A little higher price than the traditional GPT 3.5 or the previous GPT 4 at 0.03 cents per 1,000 prompt tokens, where that means about 750 words. So this is pretty awesome. And GPT 4, TechCrunch points out, has really been hiding in plain sight because it's been a part of Bing Chat Microsoft has been using a lot of this and they've gotten some other early adopters at OpenAI with Stripe and Duolingo and other large enterprises testing out this multimodal GPT-4. But now it is coming to all of us. And I wanna immediately show you an example that's gonna drive this point home. So this is the demo video that OpenAI released. So he took a picture of a bike and it says, help me lower my bike seat just a picture, just a picture and a prompt. And ChatGPT is able to give step-by-step instructions for that bike based on a simple snapshot from your phone. And you can then follow up with further detailed snapshots to basically make sure you are doing the exact thing right. So it's like, hey, you want me to pull this lever? Is this a lever? ah, no, it's not a lever, so you're gonna need a different tool, right? This entire demo video is mind-blowing. It's helping them even find the right Allen wrench to adjust their bike seat. It's not just some vanilla explanation. It is fundamentally a detailed how-to. A lot of the ways we use Google and YouTube today are now completely obsolete. I look at this as a completely different way for us to live and work. We've talked a lot about on this show that artificial intelligence democratizes the access to intelligence and understanding. This is the perfect example of that. It's the perfect example of it because, you know, things like this, like let's take this bike, for example. I don't know about you, but me, I would put that in the like, I don't know if I really know how to do that. Do I really have a wrench to do this thing? I'm just gonna like kick it down the road. I'm just not gonna do it. Then I'm not gonna use my bike and then I'm not gonna be healthy. And then like series of like 10 different bad consequences arise from not having the knowledge to do something as simple as lowering a bike seat. And now with GPT-4 Multimodal, not only do you have that, but you essentially have an expert who's there to walk you through step by step. This is one of the things I don't know about you all. I use YouTube a ton, right? As I look at tutorial videos on YouTube and follow along. But the flaw of that and the flaw of those videos are like, do I have that perfect? Like, for example, I have a Dyson vacuum cleaner. Cleaning a Dyson vacuum cleaner is like modern day surgery. Taking all the pieces of plastic apart and knowing how to take it apart and reassemble it and all of those things, it is crazy. Leave a comment if you've had the same challenge, getting to that Dyson filter, cleaning it, washing it, drying it, all of that thing. And so you watch these endless YouTube videos, which are awesome, but it's like, oh, that's actually not the exact vacuum model that I have. And because of that, exactly how that person is doing it doesn't work for me. So then I have to kind of look around and figure it out. And so it's directionally helpful, but there's still a lot of stumbling. This GPT-4 multimodal changed the game because it is exactly what we've talked about previously on the show. It creates a one-of-one personal experience, not personalized experience. It allows you to have this advice and understanding of instruction of the problem that is unique only to you. This is your instructions for the exact bicycle, the exact vacuum, the exact strategy deck you're trying to build, whatever that may be, right? Like, I think one of the number one ways I'm going to use this is I am going to take images of slides that I'm building to teach people and I'm going to upload them and I'm going to be like, hey, does this make sense? What would make this image even clearer? Or this is the point I'm trying to get across. Could you give me some additional examples to get that point across? like that is a completely different way to work. Right now, we just kind of like toil away in front of our laptop and kind of have this crazy inner dialogue with ourselves. But that is a way of the past. The generation that is growing up now in this new AI native world has access to understanding and access to personal information about the problems they are trying to solve in a way that we could have never, never imagined. And so I love this example. I thought this demo from OpenAI was the perfect, perfect example. I also want to shout out our friend Rowan Chung over at the Rundown because he's got an awesome Twitter thread that really breaks down everything that's happening. Rowan is not one to overhype. And he's like, look, this is a massive breakthrough in the world, right? And what he's really saying, and I think the key point in this, because he's showing the same video here, is that he's like, oh, ChatGPT just got 10x easier to use. And that is the story here. And that's the story not a lot of people are talking about. A lot of people are going to talk to you about how it's important that you can have all these cool use cases now that you have videos. But the reality is ChatGPT is going to be used by more people more often in multimodal because we all have smartphones. It's very easy for us to take a picture and use that picture or use our voice to ask questions. And if you look at it, you can tell even from the chat GPT iPhone app that I use, they now have suggested prompts. It is very easy to dictate your voice if you don't even want to type or record a situation and then get access and feedback from chat GPT. That is pretty remarkable. And what that's going to do is it's going to onboard an entire next wave of people onto chat GPT. Now that you don't have this like kind of the blank screen problem of like, oh, cool, I know this thing can do a whole host of stuff. That's great. But I'm not sure what to do, right? Like I'm just staring at this blank page and I'm not sure what to ask it. And so a couple of things, voice engagement. This is a feature that I use a ton on the mobile app, which is basically use voice to engage back and forth and let it, I've been dictating Chat ChatGPT. Now ChatGPT can talk back to you. So if you don't want to read the text, it's going to actually talk to you. So it's multimodal is more than just being able to take a picture of an image and upload it. It is also the ability to interact voice to voice with the chat GPT model, which is pretty incredible. As we talked about, the bicycle example is a prime example of images and there's a new text-to-speech model, you know? And so we'll drop this link in the show notes, but you're gonna wanna watch this video with the sound on. Because OpenAI and Whisper have collaborated with professional voice actors to create voice models around them. And one of the things that I believe that's happening in the future is that we're all going to have a voice model, and that's gonna help us be multilingual. That is going to help us create additional content without us having to re-record our voice again. It is going to make creating, teaching, living very, very different than it is today. And why you wanna be watching the show today is because this is going to be a game changer for every aspect of your life. It's not just like, oh, it's gonna impact my work or, oh, it's gonna make these tasks I have around the house easier. Literally every aspect of our life are gonna change. Now, there's another really cool example. Part of this GPT-4 is a Spotify collaboration. Let me show you this because this is super, super exciting. So what's so exciting is Spotify is using GPT-4 to do a voice translation project. So that means some of your favorite podcasts, Lex, Stephen, by the way, Lex Friedman, Stephen Bartlett, come on the show. We want to have you on marketing Screen. We'd love to talk about all of this with both of you. Here, what they're doing is launching some of the most popular podcasts with this language model, which allows creators to translate their podcasts in additional languages, but all in that podcaster's voice. Historically, what you had to do in this situation is do what's called dubbing. And so you pay other voice actors to go and dub their voice over yours. And that takes time. It's kind of expensive and it's less authentic because it's not your actual voice. And so what it's doing is that it is creating local language versions of your own voice and dubbing that over so that if you want your podcast to be in Spanish or Hindi or Mandarin or any of these languages that are supported, you are gonna be able to do that. Obviously, they're gonna start with the biggest, most popular podcast, but this is just a step in the direction where all creators will be having access to this technology over the next 12 to 18 months. And that is going to be crazy. Like, I don't know <laughs> if I can properly tell you how much impact this is going to have on the way we consume, interact with each other. There was an interesting exchange. So here's Lex's example. So you can go and see that with the new Spotify test, it's automatically translating Lex's podcast to Spanish from English, no problem. Like that's pretty freaking incredible. And Daniel Elk, the founder of Spotify, super excited about this. And he's taking kind of untraditional stance. So a lot of people, maybe yourself included, if you're watching the show, they're like, wait, this is a little too freaky. People are now able to speak in languages that they don't speak. Like, it's gonna be really easy to fake people and to have these kind of deep fake problems. We've talked a lot about that on the show. Daniel Elk and others, I think, are coming out of like, actually, we're gonna take the exact opposite approach where it's gonna be like deep, real interactions and we're gonna give individuals to control all of, over all of this, to do this themselves. And I don't know if, if that's actually true. I don't know how this is going to play out in practice. I really don't. But what I do think is going to play out in practice is that a host of people around the world is going to have access to information, perspective, and insights in a way they've never had before. Not just from large language models, but from people like Lex. You know, if you speak Hindi, you haven't been able to listen to Lex, right? Now that's going to completely change. What is going to happen is we're going to have a much more global world Businesses, as I've said on this show in the past, are going to be global by default. means as soon as you start a business, you're going to be able to market and operate in multiple languages because of these models. And we are going to break down the borders between business and commerce in a way that started with the internet, but really is going to be supercharged through these models. And so this has been, I think, we're going to look at one of the most monumental weeks in the history of artificial intelligence. And the reason for that is ChatGPT got the early adopters on board, right? That's great. Like, I'm a dork. Uh, Look, somebody can put out something cool and I'm going to use it. And I'm going to use it because I'm curious and I I value being kind of on that leading edge. Well, here we are about 10 to 11 months later. And what's happening is now there's a version of ChatGPT that's for everybody. It's not just for the dorks. It is for everybody. It's for my mom, it's for your sister, your uncle, your cousin, your high school age student, your middle school age student. All of those people are now going to use ChatGPT in ways that they never thought possible before. And I am an optimist, but I, I think it's fundamentally gonna allow us to get unstuck and get past a lot of the hurdles and knowledge gaps that we have in our society today And one of the ways that this society is going to transform is going to be on the frequency and rate of adoption of these AI models and AI tools. And I think one of the things that Kieran and I talked about on the show before that I think we were wrong about is that we thought these models were going to be more used by developers than in consumers and that the developers were going to kind of build them into different software features. And that's happening. But I suspect that as they roll out this new multimodal version of GPT-4 at a large scale, and I suspect that's probably going to take three, six, nine months for that to really happen, that you're going to see a whole new way of folks using this product. We're going to see data from similar web and other data companies showing the rise and adoption of ChatGPT accounts, GPT Pro users, all of those things. And I think that's a pretty awesome thing. What does it mean if you're a marketer today? If you're a marketer, what you have to do is the following. You have to say, all right, my company, how are we adopting? Are we aligned on how we are adopting these AI tools? Because this is moving fast. And if we do not have a clear plan of how we are stepping up and adopting these tools, we're going to be in trouble. The second part is, what are the use cases that we want to use? Right? I gave you like the slide feedback example. Imagine campaign feedback. Soon, you'll be able to send 30-second videos of ads that you were running on TV or YouTube or whatever and get basically audience feedback for free instead of running a big survey through these large language models. And the companies and the teams that win are gonna use AI as a feedback loop and an acceleration loop to get better. Right now, people are still, hey, I'm gonna go and do my work, put it out in the world, and get a little feedback and not really iterate on it. What we need to do now is say, hey, we have this idea, we have this campaign we wanna run. How do we collaborate with these large language models before we even launch it to make it better and better? And then post-launch, how do we keep collaborating to make it better? Marketing has never been more iterative as it's going to be over the next couple of years. I'm gonna say that again because marketing has never been more iterative as it's going to be over the next couple of years. But at the same time, this isn't new. If you read all the classic marketing greats, if you read Ogilvy on advertising, feedback and simplicity of language and clarity of message are all the themes there. One, it's just hard for people to get that feedback because people have egos and they don't want to admit to others that, oh, this thing I'm working on isn't right. It isn't good enough yet. Well, that's going to fundamentally change because you're gonna be able to have that interaction with a machine. And that machine doesn't have those emotions. It's less likely to judge you and everything coming back. I mean, I'm sure it might, we'll get there, but that's, that's another story for another day, right? But the best knowledge workers, the best marketers, the best sellers are going to take advantage of essentially the best free, low-cost feedback loop we've ever had, ever, ever had to do work that is better than it's ever been and also faster. Because of that, quick and instant feedback with these large language models, you're going to be able to get ideas to market much faster. And what you're going to continue to see is that the market is going to react faster. And if you are not fast, you're going to be left behind. There's going to be no middle ground. The being there a little late and still getting a little value to a topic, to an issue, to a meme, to breaking news, whatever it's going to be, that's going to go away. You're going to have to be right at the front of it because everybody is going to be able to move so incredibly fast. I continue to admire everything that SAM and OpenAI are building. Uh, I think they are pushing us and pushing the limits of human adoption of this technology, which is pretty crazy. But I think with GPT-4 multimodal, the big takeaway here is the next generation of people are now gonna be onboarded to AI over the next year and how we work and operate is gonna continue to change. And so subsequently how we market is going to change. We'll be right back. But before, let me tell you about another podcast I love. Nudge, hosted by Phil Agnew, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Ever noticed how the smallest changes can have the biggest impact? On Nudge, you learn simple evidence-backed tips to help you kick bad habits, get a raise, grow a business. Every bite-sized 20-minute show comes packed with practical advice. Nudge is fast-paced, but it's still insightful with real-world examples that you can apply. Listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know. I don't know about you. I'm an early adopter. I think this is incredibly exciting. I am an optimist around all of this, and I think this is exciting. It's not without its risks, but the ability to get a story in front of a bigger group of people is what marketing has always been about, and this technology is letting us do that, and if we don't take advantage of it, it is our fault. So... Thanks everyone for tuning in today. It has been a crazy, crazy week. Also, by the way, Amazon invested over a billion dollars in Anthropic, which is one of the core OpenAI competitors, which is pretty crazy. Google had already invested 300 million in Anthropic in May. Now Amazon has invested 1.25 billion and have an option for another 2.75 billion. So you essentially have Google and Amazon building a partnership and close relationship with Anthropic, and then you have Microsoft with OpenAI. So you have these incumbents partnering with these large language model experts. So you don't have to believe me. Follow the money. Society always shows you where things are going. And the money is very clear that this is the future and that I suspect we'll see a bunch of interesting updates Anthropic that we'd be talking about on the show in the future. But literally all of this information has happened in like the last 48 hours. It is crazy. Things are moving unbelievably fast. Thank you so much for tuning in the show. Hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment with what you think, how you're gonna use multimodal GPT 4 And Kieran and I will be back with you real soon on a new episode of Marking Instagram.